RCR with Paul Brennan, Reality Check Radio. It's Tuesday and that's time for another Tech Tuesday. Stephen Sykes with me again. Hi, Stephen. Nice to see you again, hear you again. Good morning. How you doing? Yeah, not too bad. Um, I was not surprised that we got a lot of feedback, interaction, incomings, whatever you want to call them, from our last chat last Tuesday, um, which was uh, all about uh, electromagnetic fields, EMF. Seems to have been, let's say, a pent-up demand to want to hear information on that. Let me put it that way. And we saw that with with what we had coming in. Now, we're going to kind of stay on that topic for this chat, but we're going into the area of LEDs, light-emitting diodes, if I remember um, that you know what that actually means or stands for shortly. But let's address some of that uh, incoming feedback, uh, Stephen. What do we get in? Where do you want to start? It's probably an easier question to ask. What didn't we get back? Okay. Um, well, unfortunately, you have to do the research. So, uh, unfortunately for you, I just need to sit back, uh, like I am now, and and hear what you make of it all. Yeah, so, um, you know, people were, as you're saying, um, absolutely um, thrilled that this topic is being aired and being discussed. Um, And it was quite um, interesting reading the wide variety of feedback and extra questions that people were coming coming up with. So um, we'll go through that. Um, Hopefully I don't sound too disorganized because I didn't quite have time to sort of categorize certain aspects. So. We'll, we'll go through go through stuff. Um, Let's do the and, best we can. Yep, fly by the seat of our pants. Yeah. So, um, so somebody wrote in and said that um, uh, they had forwarded an email. Um, it was actually from Jonathan Otto. It was um, I think they had a webinar and some products they were they were talking about and um, claiming to remove EMFs from your home. Well, that's pretty much something that that you can do. Um, I've actually seen some of Jonathan Otto's work in other contexts and health contexts before, which seemed um, totally above above board um, in my view. Um, uh, somebody else wrote in about um, a documentary, which I personally haven't had time to watch. Um, it is called Resonance Beings of Frequency, which you can find on BitChute. And I think um, at the um, conclusion um, of today, the various URLs that I'll talk about, I'll shove them together onto some show notes so people can have one place to go and find all the URLs to say a little bit of searching. Yep, um, sounds so, like a good idea. Yep. Yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to watching this uh, documentary myself. Um, someone says, hey, fellas, what's your thoughts on smart meters? Um not positive thoughts, to be honest. Um, they are yet another source of um, EMF. You ideally don't want it at all. And I'll get through to some of other people's feedback where they've had success in removing them. Um, you somebody... mean taking the whole thing out, kind of removing them? Because I remember last time we chatted, we we're talking about taking the transmitting bit off it. But are you talking about taking the whole, some, whole meter yeah. out? Some people have have had success in doing that. They've had to pay for uh, for an analog replacement. Yeah. Um, but and the, the like one of those old do. style ones that we remember with the little thing that whir- whirls around. Uh, yeah. Yep. Kind. Yeah. One of those one of those analog ones. Yeah. Um, somebody has has asked. Um, 
I get a lot of dreams. Could this be the reason? Well, yes, there's no reason that it's not interfering with with uh, dreams because um, EMF can be affecting your head. Um, but at the same time, you need to eliminate um, a lot of other possibilities. You know, um, dreams can be caused, as far as I'm aware, by a great many things. You know, things going on in your life, etc., um, etc. Et Don't we? We we have. I mean, we have dreams, right? That we've always had dreams, even before EMF. I would have thought. So maybe they mean. They've got what more intense dreams or more frequent dreams, or they just seem to remember more dreams. I don't know. It could be. I mean, um, I know somebody who, um, when they were giving up smoking, um, all of a sudden they started getting um, really graphic dreams, really graphic. I've experienced that myself, mm. but it tends to wear off after time. Yeah, as the as so, the body. So who knows what the mechanism is? Yes. I mean, I know dreams is not uh, is not tech. Well, it kind of is in a way biological tech. But um, a guest I had on uh, in the uh, early um, part of our broadcast, uh, the physicist Tom Campbell, he thinks dreams is you're actually in another reality. It's just not a physical one. So you know. Mm, mm. So who knows what it is about dreams? Yes. Um, somebody wrote in to say that 6G is already up and operational in Bolton, UK on 40-foot poles. Oh, really? Yeah. So they, what, le leapfrog straight over five, I suppose? Perhaps they did. Um, yeah. It's quite fascinating that, that it's already, I mean, it might be in a um, test environment yep. to, to see how it goes. Um, okay, well, okay, that's interesting. All right. Um, and somebody has said, and I've seen this once or twice lately, that Vladimir Putin has banned a 5G rollout in Russia due to the kids dying from St. Petersburg. Can this be confirmed? I don't know that it can be confirmed. I've read that that it was actually a false report, um, but at the same time, the Children's Health Defense did publish an article around around the similar time this 5G ban article was floating around saying that they were banning phones in schools or something like that. And I think, um, I'm trying to think now, was it the National Party who recently said that if they got in, they were going to ban phones in schools? Yeah, that's what they say. Yeah. Whether or not anything anyone says. Um, They've been they listening to Reality do. Check Radio again. Well, how else do you get a proper education? <laughs> well, <laughs> it's easier to say stuff, isn't it? Yeah, much harder to follow up. Yeah, yeah. And I guess the focus group, you know, it's that's what it's saying this week. Yeah. Anyway, uh, okay. Somebody else has asked, um, I'm in a villa. There are a lot of people living here that would be causing trouble from sleep. Um, yeah, I mean, if you if you are doing your best to turn off phones and Wi-Fi and other things like that at nighttime, then um, somebody close to you, if they've got all their equipment on, then absolutely it could be um, very much leaking into uh, your bedroom while you're trying to sleep. But um, we'll get to later on some, some other things you can do to help mitigate, or should I say mitigate and increase your resilience um, because you know you can look after certain areas of your house, but the moment you go outside, um, it's on like Donkey Kong. Huh. 
What, sort of like lining your walls with lead? Well, no, not lead. There's the T98 paint that I mentioned last time. Oh, yeah, that's time. right. The German paint. Yeah. Yeah, well, it's test- yeah, tested by um, German military. Um, uh, somebody has said, is having your phone on flight mode okay overnight? Well, so long as it's not next to you. And if you've got it on flight mode, then it doesn't mean that all forms of uh, transmission are are actually off. If you're going to have it in flight mode, I would stick it in in um, one of those pouches, EMF pouches, and test to see that that pouch is actually going to work properly. So, like by doing that, if you've got your signal on, you stuck it in a pouch, then you shouldn't be able to ring the phone because it should get the signal. Um, if you have Wi-Fi and the phone turned off, uh, turned on rather, and it's in the pouch, you shouldn't get any email notifications or anything like that. Nothing should be able to get in. So if you're going to have it in a flight mode, also stick in one of those pouches. If you've got um, certain Android phones, there's a hidden feature. I think I've talked about it before. It's called sensors off. That turns off a lot of extra sensors um, like cameras, microphones, gyroscopes, GPS, um, the whole shebang. And then stick it on the other end of your bedroom would be the way I'd approach that. The other end of the bedroom. That's the last line of defense is put it at the other end of the bedroom. Yeah. After you've tried everything else. Well, if, um, your name, if, if your name's Harry Potter and you're sleeping in a cupboard under the stairs, you might not have a lot of room. No, that's true. If you're in, a par- in an apartment building, there's not much you can do, right? Because everyone's in really close proximity. There's a lot of you and most people will have their devices on. So it's everywhere. Yeah, um, if you own the apartment you're in, then then you you then have the option of you know um, painting walls and stuff like that to to um, shield things or to shield the EMF off. But, you could yeah. make a case though, couldn't you? I suppose you'd have to back it up with the data, but you know, even if you're a renter, to say um, these premises aren't safe until X, Y, and Z has happened here. Good luck with that argument, I know, but you could possibly uh, possibly make it. Well, um, what you are potentially alluding to there um, comes up in one of the items of feedback that we'll get to shortly. Okay. And I've heard of these things called Faraday cages. Is that yeah. something that, you, that, that blocks out EMF signals as well, basically um, shields you? Yeah, so I mentioned um, a special mesh that you can get that you can stick over your um, uh, windows, for example. You could even, like, you know how in some countries they make mosquito nets? Yep. So you could, if you could um, afford enough of that, then you could potentially cover your bed with that so you didn't necessarily have to paint walls or anything like that. Um, So that's an option. Okay. I I wonder where you get that material. You'd probably have to order it online and get it Yeah, geovital. GeoVital have that sort of stuff. Okay. All right, carry on. Uh, so someone else has asked about um, pods and you know, earphones, good idea or not. Uh, short answer is no. Even, so does that put EMF right inside your ear hole? Yep. So they're typically, you know, the Bluetooth, Bluetooth. Uh, I think this person's talking about the, the Bluetooth wireless ones. So even though they're Bluetooth low energy, you are, it's a mini microwave transmitter, right? So that's hitting your head. 
up against your head constantly and you know you go out there and out in the big wide world and lots of people are wearing them regularly all the time the amount of times that you know i'm on the street and people are completely oblivious to the fact that you've just zoomed past them on on your bike or whatever um there's that aspect but they'll be bluetooth connected to something and that something is more than likely going to be a phone and then that phone is going to be in your pocket so you're a walking emf field essentially yeah, yeah. yeah. right into your like i say into your ear holes which is like kind of almost into your head directly yeah and the younger you are the thinner you um i talked about how your skull is thinner when as you're younger so you know if you're a teenager using these sorts of things then you are increasing your amount of exposure compared to an adult okay because they're very popular you see so many people wearing them now yeah so do yourself a favor and don't use them i've um i still use you know the, the old traditional cord plug-in not the same thing right no not the same thing yeah i mean okay. some some phones can typically use the um if you're using a headset um, or earbuds um, with a cord they often use that as an antenna you know from like for picking up radio yep. signals yep. and things like that um and some refuse to actually work unless you plug in head um, plug in a headset of some sort but um you can you can buy from um places uh headsets where it's it's a tube so i don't know if you remember really really old international flights and aircraft the oh the air tubes yeah, yeah that have air tubes and so the sound comes up the tube so they're, they're the best sort of option and that, that was an interesting technology because that that was like a 60s technology wasn't it i don't know when it came out but i i remember going with my grandparents overseas to rarotonga and on new zealand flights and um, yeah they had that system they had that system and you could listen to anything you wanted to so long as it was on the program you couldn't yeah. pick and, you couldn't there's pick about and three choose. options maybe yeah yeah and the big screen on the um on the bulkhead oh there was no you know, one of those bar barco um um projectors you know that was that's how it was done back in the day oh if there was an in-flight movie that everyone had to watch the same thing yeah 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 well at least you could watch something yeah at least there was something yeah, yeah. and they did the best they could back in the day okay yeah i remember those air tubes and they actually worked reasonably well they went too shabby yeah they went too yeah. shabby yeah um this is a really good piece of feedback i got um i don't know who it's from but um they've said that i've been studying emfs with the geo vital this year to understand my family's risk living close to a cell phone tower i have invested thousands in emf meters and the readings are scary microwaves went on read off the charts even at the other end of the house I have the mesh curtains around my daughter's bed and her readings go from 2,000 microvolts per meter to 10. Unfortunately, clothing from this material doesn't help like your interviewee suggested. You need to be completely covered, otherwise exposure to the likes of your face ends up being nearly as bad as if your whole body was exposed. Okay, so there's no dodging it. Yeah, so when when I made the comment I did, I was thinking back to um, 
an article that was on the program Beyond 2000. They would, this was in a time when people were using old CRT monitors and they had an article where they had particular clothing that women would wear or could wear if they were pregnant and they wanted to protect their um, unborn child from the EMF coming off um, CRT screens. So, I mean, yeah, that might protect the child, but doesn't protect the protect the woman. Um, How much um, EMF came off those old cathode ray tube screens then? Because they were in every living room. Yeah, well, I think it. Um, I don't know, but I think it's worse um, if you're behind it. Than okay. If you're in front of it, because the, elect- the the gun was behind at, at the back, right? Yeah, and I recall um, having come across a long time ago. Um, particularly with kids, um, if their bedroom was on the other side of the wall from the back of the TV um, and they were in bed while the TV was going, it, w- it would affect their mood. Oh, gosh. Because certainly whatever you're watching would affect your mood. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, and then getting shot in the head with um, with one of those CRT guns. Yeah. But 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 this person who, who who's taken the time to write in proves um, or backs up, I should say, what I was saying last time about um, that mesh curtain material. To go from two thousand microvolts per square meter down to ten, yeah, that, that's a ninety nine and a half percent improvement or reduction in EMF. That's, yeah, that's like that, falling off a cliff. Yeah, that yeah, that's like. That's incredible. That's that's good stuff. Um, yeah, but you got to have it yourself fully covered. Well, you don't have to have yourself covered, but you can d- put it in your room, like putting it across y- y- your curtains. If, yeah. Y- if you then couple that with something on the walls, but again, it also depends upon what's in your environment. I mean, um, this person has said they live close to a cell phone tower, so they're going to be getting um, more than somebody who's living far away from such a tower. Well, we've, um, I don't know if you've seen this uh, communication, but we've had a few uh, emails and texts from people in the Coromandel, Coromandel town, where they've been trying to resist 5G being put in. And there's been a bit of cloak and dagger dagger going on there. I won't uh, go through all the details. But in the end, it was put in, but in some kind of, what looked like some sort of military security operation had it got to. So mm. they're, they're, whoever is very keen to have this stuff installed, they're going to quite some efforts to do that. Okay, so uh, I can just imagine, you know, being under that kind of like mosquito net installation. Probably yeah. the best way of doing it when you're sleeping, eh? Yeah, well, um, in, in terms of uh, increasing your resilience to EMF, Making your bedroom a sanctuary um, yeah. because a your body, a bunker, your body needs time to have some scheduled maintenance to its housekeeping. So your bedrooms, you know, your bedrooms good for two purposes: bedroom sports and sleeping. Um. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Use your imagination on what I meant by the first one. Um, yeah, and dreaming that and comes dream- under sleeping. Yeah. So. You yeah. um you really do need that that rest time, and couple that along with um making sure you get really good quality water, really good quality water. Um, not from the tap. Probably not from the tap. Um, unless you're able to filter it. If you can, you know, spring water is great. 
if you use a distiller, then um, that removes a lot of crap, but at the same time, it removes a lot of minerals from the water. So if you do that, you've got to put the minerals back in the water. Yeah, that gets complicated. Yeah. Um, yeah. Someone else has said the sun is the largest EMF emitter, so best live in a cave. Well, in simple terms, <laughs> that's yep. that's a bit like saying that a um, that a synthetic engineered beef might um, look like beef, smell like beef, taste like beef, but it's not the same thing as getting it from an actual cow. It's, yeah, it's, it's man-made versus naturally occurring. And the thing is, I think it's pretty clear that we need for our for our health, we need that sunlight, that EMF. Oh, absolutely. I feel um I sometimes I think I'm Superman because when I'm out in the sun, you know, um I get re- recharged. So clearly, you know, keeping away from the kryptonite's a good thing. You feel like Superman, okay. <laughs> yeah, in the sun. <laughs> Watch out. Here comes so, Superman, yeah. Um <laughs> All right. Um, any more before we start to talk about LEDs? Many more. Um, someone has said that contact energy disabled their smart meter because it was causing heart arrhythmia, a lifesaver. They sent a, a meter. They send a meter reader every two months. They have my lifelong loyalty for this. Wow, that's interesting. Yeah. Do you, do you think that? I'm not saying that that's not true, but but a corporate. Um, be that uh, aware? I think they're getting more and more aware because more and more people are asking for it. And, I and think also, that, is there an issue of liability somewhere along the line? There could be. I don't know. That would be something that would have to be tested in the courts, I imagine. Yeah. You'd have to prove it, of course. And if they succeeded, they would set a precedence. So it would be something that they couldn't afford to lose. Yeah, you watch how quickly the law changes for that, covering that. Yes. If that comes up. Okay. Uh, somebody said uh, has asked, um, I turn my Wi-Fi off each night as I'm in a townhouse. I can pick up the neighbor's Wi-Fi, so is that still affecting me in my own house? Thanks for your amazing work. Well, the answer is yes, it will be as to how much it depends of how far away it is from you and how strong the signal is if if your phone or whatever can can sense it, then you will be too. But the the um, someone wrote in with um, explaining how um, the amount of radiation um, falls away every time you double the distance. It's like gravity. Away. Yeah, as you back away from something. So yeah. um, it's good that you've got yours. Um, this person has theirs off. But um, you can't only do. You can't really affect your neighbours very much, except you could have a try and having a conversation with them to educate them around what's going on. All right. Um, any more? Oh yeah. Um, <laughs> oh yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, someone has said that I had our smart meter removed last year. We are with Pulse Energy. The words you need to use are health and safety. Oh, that gets it done, huh? Uh huh. As soon as I used those words, it was easier to get the process underway. I just had to pay for an analog meter to be installed again. I wonder why that. Yeah, okay. I suppose they understand it's code for trouble. You can get a lot done with those three words. Does it help if you, while you're saying it, that you're standing there in a high visibility it... vest as well? 
Oh, you could with even a clipboard. Go, I was going to say you could go further and wear a hazmat suit. Yeah, they, <laughs> turn up at the at the office. <laughs> like uh, wow, okay. Health and safety will be Health that in mind. Yeah. Yep. Uh, okay. Somebody else has asked. Um, I have a smart meter repeater on a transformer twenty meters from my bedroom. Should I be concerned? Yeah, I would be. Okay, so that's there to boost the signal, is it? To whoever's getting well, the data, is that how that works? Smart meters typically make up a, a, a mesh network, and so if you're going to, if if you want to know how much you should be concerned, then this is when you need to get um, it measured, and the EMF amount measured, and you need to at the same time disable all other sources of EMF that you can, so that when you are trying to record. Um, the EMF from a, a smart meter that's close to a transformer, you can get a, an accurate and meaningful um, result. Yeah. Um, if you have a smart meter, then you need to make sure that you are using it correctly because they have a tend to have a happy spot where they're the most accurate. And if you're too close or too far away, you can get a false positive or a false negative. Um, and of course, you need to know how to interpret the readings you're, you that you have. So. That's, this is when it's not a bad idea to get somebody who knows how to how to uh, operate and interpret um, with a meter. Yeah, um, yeah. but it, again, if uh, if you can, then um, definitely get onto um, protecting your bedroom, maybe either with some of that mesh or or the paint. Um, you can spend um, potentially protecting your bedroom. Maybe three, maybe four thousand dollars if you were to put mesh up, maybe even a bit more, and and doing the paint thing as well, and you could go, well, that's quite a lot of money, and yep, I I totally get that it is, but at the same time, you probably need to consider balancing that, that up with, can you afford that, or can you afford to have cancer and a whole bunch of other preventable diseases, and then decide which one you think you can afford the most. Okay. <laughs> We'll, we'll think about that one. Yeah. All right. We must be getting close to the end of the list. Um, we are over the moon that you were discussing the negative effects of EMF. You haven't mentioned the world's leading EMF protection devices, Blue Shield, invented by Kiwi. Oh. Huge overseas and uh, heavily studied. So they produce a whole bunch of different products, including the um, ear tubes. That we talked about earlier on. Yep. yep. Um, so, yeah, they sell a whole range of devices that are designed to um, protect you against the various EMFs. Um, they're um, shipped out of Tauranga as well. Um, oh, so, Tauranga. Okay. Yep. Yep. Shipped out of Tauranga. So you can get um, uh, caps and uh, little wearables that you can that you can take with you as well. What if we should um, do a range of our merch like that? Oh, we could. I'll talk to the team. Yeah. Um, yep. So uh, somebody else, in fact, two people have said about this particular um, book. Um, I have a book, The Invisible Rain by, by Arthur uh, Furstenberg. It's an eye-opener and is well worth the price. It may be in your local library. It's a big and engrossing read, one of the many disturbing facts revealed 
was one that scientists have shown how EMFs have a devastating effect at a cellular level on sugar and fat metabolism pathways. No wow. wonder there are no wonder there are so many overweight people. <laughs> All right. Um, yeah. Any more? Because we we got to have time for LEDs. We're gonna. Yeah, we may even have to bleed onto it. I don't know a third one. Maybe. Um, yep. So basically, with uh, with LEDs, um, they can be really really noisy in terms of uh, EMF. Okay, so I mentioned earlier they stand for light emitting diodes. I'm just trying to remember what diodes actually do. What was what's their function? A, a diode means that um, electricity can only pass through through one way. So if right. you try to get it to pass the other way, it it won't. Okay, it, it just won't. Um, okay, well, that, yeah, that, that can be quite good for uh, making sure you don't get polarity around the wrong way when you're connecting up a battery to something. Okay, and back in the day, they were, you know, they were they they were like green and red, and it was like on and off. And I remember them in the early sort of all, all the stereos of the late seventies, eighties through then. But now they've become um, ubiquitous everywhere. The headlights, the street lights, the mm. billboards, the and they're really bright. And I've got to say, I'm not a fan of the the clinical feel of that light. It's better to um, use halogen or the old school incandescent bulbs if you can find them. I went to try and get um, a halogen bulb from White of 10 the other week, and everything was LED. Yeah. What, except for I managed to find one bulb uh, that I wanted, which which was good, but everything else was LED. And the other type of light to avoid are the CFLs, combat fluorescent lights, you know, they sort of like look like curly fries, curly chips. Oh, yeah, those ones. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah um, they're really bad for EMF as well. And they also have tend to have a little bit of mercury in them as well, which is not great. Okay. So with the LEDs everywhere, particularly, you know, streetlights, uh, 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 I'm seeing them everywhere on streetlights now. So compared to the electronic devices we've been talking about, how how much emission comes from LED lights? More, less, the same? I guess it all sort of it blends depends. into one. It's a, it's just more in, into the overall field, is it? Yeah, and it, it depends on the strength of them as well and a little bit on the manufacturer, but it's not just the EMF that is created by them. It's the fact that they have a blue light component, um, which you can't always... Um, see or perceive but however your pineal gland can and that's why you can these can interfere with your sleep too because your pineal gland and your brain um, perceives the blue light and you think you're you're awake when you're you're not so going to winding down for the night um, trying to go to sleep for some people can be more difficult yeah uh, that's if you've got LED lighting in your house. Yes. I don't know why anyone would want that in their house. Well, I suspect a lot of people just don't know because they're potentially attracted by the fact that um, LEDs are so much more cheaper to run and yeah. the cost, cost of power is really high. But then you doesn't need it. to be, of course. It doesn't need to be, of course, but you're paying for it with your health. And they these can also affect. Uh, moods 
um, particularly in kids, you know, they can be affected um, a lot more easily than adults. But if you if you have LED bulbs, then um, I suggest you get rid of them. Um, another issue they can have is um, flicker. You can't always see it. Um, but if the LED driver isn't able to produce a nice stable voltage, that can cause LEDs to flicker, which can um, cause irritations and other side effects as well. So you can't actually necessarily perceive that visually, but it, it's going on and it might have, be having some effect. Yes. You, sometimes you can perceive it. Sometimes you can't. Sort of depends on the person a little bit. Now, in terms of, because I, I, I know that you can change the color output of LEDs, right? So you can dial up a particular particular color. Oh, and, and color, uh, sorry, I should say temperature. Yeah. Color, uh, so, color temperature. Yeah. Because, um, I mean, very close to where I am, there's a pub that's got LED lights on, and it's a different, you know, different colors every night. They're obviously yep. not changing out the bulbs or anything. That's what, <laughs> what they can do. So um, what I'm thinking is that some of those colors are, what, more, um, less emitting than others, you know, uh, depending on what frequency that color is. Am I right? Um, potentially. I couldn't ca categorically um, say. Right. Okay. I've um, seen a bit of criticism about the purple LED lighting and the effect that that has on people. And, of course, that's been linked to the setup of smart cities. Yes. So, or 15-minute cities. So the, you, can, can, you, you can kind of can dial up control or mood um, settings in the lighting that maybe affect the, uh, yes, the people. I, yeah. I talked about that a couple of weeks ago about surveillance cameras. Um, That's and right. Yeah. There was a country where, you know, they had cameras everywhere and they'd have control of the lighting to affect moods in, in areas to um, control behavior. I think that's probably where I heard it. Um, I'm just wondering if that's something that requires more consultation, you know, before we launch into these things and, and sort of rush to put them in to fully understand and to get really the permission of people. When you've got big companies who see an opportunity to make money, I think all that um, uh, moral process, if I can call it that, just gets thrown out because most people don't don't have the capacity for critical thinking to ask these questions in the first place. It's because they're bombarded with too much EMF. Could be, and and you get a, a attracted by the um, the glitz and the glamour of having yeah. sparkly phones and th things like that. Yeah, and you think anyone who might have a problem with it is crazy anyway? So what the hell? Who cares? So I'm wondering then, like we've been talking about um, EMF from phones and devices, um, there must be a sort of um, physical distancing you can do from. In your own home, anyway. Well, first thing is don't have them, right? But um, if you're in a place that has LED lighting, you can't go about and change everything. And good luck finding the bulbs, like you said. What to try and keep some sort of distance from them, or keep the lights off, or something? Yeah, um, there's. I mean, I, I mentioned before about you know increasing resilience. So you know, having the good, good quality water, having your bedroom a sleeping sanctuary. Make sure that you're getting some good exercise. Um, 
and getting back into nature said you know maybe that's going for walks on the beach getting out in the forest but that's how you should really be grounding yourself there are, there's um from what i can tell um a difference of opinion as to whether or not one should use grounding sheets sometimes people use that as far as i understand it using a grounding sheet is a bit like making yourself part of the circuit by which the uh, emf energy goes to ground it's like making yourself part of a lightning rod so you're earthing basically yeah but if but if you're on if you're on it then there's the there's the thinking that you become part of the circuit so the energy is going through you on its right. way to earth in the same way that lightning will go through you if you are part of a lightning rod okay and that um discharges it from your body rather than it's staying on board. Right. I know I'm not sounding very technical here, but is that what that means? You're, you're basically going through you on on its way to yeah. ground. Yeah, you don't want to try that with lightning. <laughs> yeah. Well, you might try it once. Yeah, yeah. I remember being in a, a lightning storm in the States with um, fork lightning dropping around all around me. It's one of the scariest things. I've had uh, that in Japan, and it's like, wow, <laughs> this is different. Yeah. You, you just wonder, is the next one going to hit me? Yeah. Driving now, frantically in a golf cart, to electric golf cart, to try and get out of the out of the thing. Won't forget that. Okay, so, um, I mean, all lighting is going to be LED lighting, isn't it? Try and find, I mean, if, if you can't get away from it, try and find um, some quality LED lighting that um, claims to, well, hopefully also backs up on the claim that they have a stable voltage um, because that will yeah. reduce the flicker, that they also um, mitigate the blue light problem because otherwise, you know, as I say, your pineal gland in your brain thinks you're awake when you're um, trying to go to sleep because it takes time for, you know, your brain to sort of slow down. Um, I've seen um, numbers of about two hours, so two hours before you intend to go to bed, stop using your phone, stop watching telly, um, that sort of thing. Boy, for me, that's at about half past six, seven o'clock. <laughs> <laughs> the world's only waking up. Yeah. 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 Okay. Boy, it's um, it's a it's an EMF jungle out there, isn't it? It is. And just because you can't see or perceive it doesn't mean to say it's not there. So, you know, you could go pop down to the dairy and buy yourself some uranium-235 or some other nuclear isotope. And you might go, well, I can't feel any negative effects from this. And that might be true. But then you start getting sick. And all of a sudden, because you can't uh, perceive it, doesn't mean to say it's not there. I mean, fun fact, did you know that insects can see infrared? infrared exists humans can't see it but insects can and so can birds yeah so just because you can't see it doesn't mean to say it's not there and uh one of the people that wrote and say you know who's going to pay for all this funding well i don't know but i can tell you that it's been going on and it still continues to happen and so if if um if somebody well, my opinion is that if somebody wants to you know contest that this emf stuff is a load of coswallop um i think you might have your work cut out for you yeah the thing is though um and this is the problem is that um well first of all the information isn't out there no one's promoting any 
information either way. Well, okay, the um, in favor of any device you can ever put in, uh, you know, new device, new technology, the um, the choirs there singing for that. But there's the 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 voices of caution are kept pretty quiet, not widely reported, um, and you know, quite often. Um, um, what's the word? Demonized, yeah, marginalized. You know, you're kind of crazy, anti-technology, all that sort of stuff. So, it's pretty hard to make any sort of case, even if you've got data or information that that at least you know says maybe we should look at this. Sounds very much like something else that's happened over the last three years, doesn't it? Oh, I wonder what that might be. Yeah, I wonder indeed. Yeah. Okay, anything more to say about LEDs? Um, probably no, not about LEDs. Um, I mean, we could probably go on about this whole topic a lot more if if we so wanted to. Um, yeah. I'm happy to do that again if, if you know people say that that's what they want more of. Well, if you've got any questions more, probably on the LED front, uh, send them in and maybe that can occupy some of the next program. But in the meantime, let's think between now and next Tuesday, what we could be talking about next. Yeah, and um, there's uh, one thing I didn't get time to talk about today was uh, more information about Penny Hargraves, who's the woman who was breeding racehorses. Um, I've come across a bunch of interesting information about what she's had to deal with. Okay, why don't we save that till next week? Yep. And just to remind um, everybody, that was uh, the, ho- the the woman with the horses that have problems from the AM radio transmitter. Yes. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Well, that sounds interesting. Something to look forward to. Yeah. So that's our Tech Tuesday for this Tuesday. Thank you, Stephen. Thank you for taking um, the time to look at all the uh, incomings too. I know there's been quite a few of them, um, and that's good, but it does take time to go um, through them, and digest them, and think about them, and, and formulate responses. So thank you for that. Mm-hmm. All good. No problem. Okay. All right, uh, Stephen Sykes, Tech Tuesday. See you again next Tuesday. See you then. RCR with Paul Brennan, Reality Check Radio.